Jake, are you ready to race? No. Yes or no? Duh. Yes? Cool. That was Julie Bakke and her son Jake, and this is episode number 39 of the J-Mac Tries podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show dedicated to bring you conversations and motivation and positivity with badass triathletes. As always, I'm your host, Jason, aka J-Mac, and today's guest is none other than Julie Baki. She's at Baki Life all over Instagram, and she's just a wonderful person, a wonderful human being, and I had such a fun conversation with Julie. So if you don't know Julie's backstory, it is pretty amazing. She is a type 1 diabetic. She's been racing triathlons for 11 seasons, just finished Ironman Louisville. She's married to a wonderful man named Sean, and they have two amazing kids named Christian and Jacob. So Christian and Jacob are severely autistic, and Jacob is also a type 1 diabetic. So Julie spends a lot of her time now just being an advocate and bringing awareness to uh, diabetes and to autism. So we spent a lot of time talking about that, what it's like to be a mom of two wonderful boys, and more importantly, um, what they do with, with their time. It involves a lot of triathlon. So triathlon is a big part of the Baki household, as Julie likes to say. And uh, I'm really excited to have her on my show because we've known each other on social for a bunch of months through her coach, John Fetchick, and I finally got the chance to talk to her. So it was a very fun conversation. Um, there are parts that are very serious, but we get into an awareness and advocacy of those areas that are close to the Baki household. Uh, again, diabetes and autism. And I'm really excited to announce that the entire Baki family is going to be racing with Team Zoot this year. And Julie just announced that on her Instagram page. So I was excited to hold off on this podcast until that was announced. But we talk a little bit about that as well. So please go follow Julie on Instagram. She's, again, Baki Life. Um, and you could see her and Sean and Jacob and Christian as they're just having a great time out there racing triathlons and having fun time and always smiling. So without further ado, my conversation with Julie Baki. Hey, Julie. <laughs> hey. <laughs> No, everyone doesn't. Re- <laughs> no one is going to realize what happened the past thirty minutes. But I have to say, of course, that didn't go smoothly. I hit the wrong. <laughs> I hit something about like, do you want to make a podcast? <laughs> oh, cool! So you're making your own without me. <laughs> I decided to branch off. Right, exactly. There you go. Yeah. So uh, uh, we made it. <laughs> Look at that! See, <laughs> there's hope. There is hope. There is hope. Now, now the hope is that we don't get derailed, but that's okay. You know what? That's what makes you so enjoyable is it's like life, right? Or it's like training. You just, you could train all you want, but then once race day comes, you never know it's going to get thrown at you. Exactly. Well, you did tell me that, uh, and I feel like you might've talked, talked to John, our mutual friend, but um, you said you have to be stationary. <laughs> I said, I wonder if he was talking to John because I don't sit very well. So I am stationary and um, 
The only thing that's distracting is my squirrel running across the um, deck here, but she's just going to have to wait a half hour. Perfect. So, yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's, I say stationary because I've had people walk outside on their deck. Um, and then that's when the whole call just gets derailed. So yeah. It, or I've had people in the car. I'm like, no, you don't understand. This is recording. So we need to, you need to focus on me for 30 minutes. <laughs> Hold on. Um, I like a Big Mac and a Diet Coke. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh Although, my gosh. Although Fairbanks and I always joked about doing a podcast while we were both on the trainer. Um, so that would be interesting as well. Yeah. Speaking of this trainer thing. So I, I think everyone in the world is on Zwift and I'm actually semi-motivated now that I've made some like legitimate friends on Instagram. And I think that's a way that you could probably connect. Right. So now I can like stalk people not only on Instagram, but also on Zwift. So I, I got to figure this thing out for sure. <laughs> you need, so I know you got like nothing going on in your life, but you totally need, if you get on Zwift and Strava, your stalking capabilities will be magnified a hundred percent. But Strava, okay, first of all, I need you to come to Michigan and set it up for me. Then I'm all in. Okay. <laughs> then I'm all in. It's just the setup. Okay. But um, really quickly, Strava, is that just like you post if you post your workout and then you can see what other people did. Is that basically what Strava is? Yeah, it's uh, literally that. Oh, okay. It, it's, but, but the, the funny part, so the, so the cool thing about Strava is, you know, it's just like Instagram and everything else you, so like I could see what type of training you're doing and I could comment on it. <laughs> oh, I don't need to do that. <laughs> I've already but you could... a few But, uh, but it, it gets kind of, you know, it's, it's, I don't know, it's like anything on social, it's yeah. gotten out of hand, but at the same time, it's really fun to watch people with their training and, you know, so John's on Strava John, and I make oh, fun of it. Oh my. I make fun of him all the time. So, um, he's, should we clarify what John is for people who do not know? <laughs> yes, we should. So, um, so I'll start because I know, I knew him first. How's that? And that's fine. You can take that. <laughs> Wonderful. So John is John Fetchick, and he was one of my earlier podcast guests because he's a local pro here in Connecticut. Um, he was also a coach. And fast forward to, I don't know, maybe six months ago when I found out that he is your coach. Yeah. So, well, I think I started paying him <laughs> when I decided to. Um, three or four months ago, but yeah, he, and I don't even know how we connected. Um, I met him for the first time at the Ironman in Louisville, my first Ironman, and he raced as a pro. Um, so we actually got to meet in person, which was just fun. And he said over dinner that um, I initially like liked like a hundred of his pictures <laughs> and I, and I have this horrible memory. So I couldn't, I didn't even have anything to respond to that. I'm like, Oh, I guess I maybe did like as a joke, but um, I, I'm not sure how we connected. Um, but our mutual um, I'm a type one diabetic and he um, of many things that he does, he helps run a diabetes camp um, for athletes so that's what interests me. I'd never had a coach before. And um, like I say, the Bakis are pretty frugal. So we, connect, we connected and he was great. He gave me information. He's like, hey, no rush. And, you know, I'm here if it's something that you want to 
you know, if you're, you're looking for a coach and you think I'm the right fit. So I took a few months actually. And then, yeah, we connected. So then I think prior to me saying, Hey, will you be my coach? I had seen his, the podcast and then I wanted to listen. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was your podcast. So that's how you got roped into it. And I'm sure that Uh, I probably like stalked you (laughs) and made some, you know, Julius type comments or emojis. Yes. (laughs) And I made you like me. (laughs) Of course. So yeah. And now what do we do? We don't, he doesn't even know half the things that we um, make fun of him about. (laughs) I know. Poor John. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So, so I guess we could throw it out there. So, so John, I am the, uh, I am the spy when, when you find out stuff that you've done. Cause I, he's going to listen to this podcast. No, I told and... him, I told him that over dinner and he was still confused. Like, it's funny. <laughs> it's so funny because he is very sarcastic. Like I am, which is great. And then sometimes things are just like, I think it went over his head and his wife, um, Amber caught it. And I call her Amy because one time I called her Amy and now that's a joke. She's not Amber. She's Amy. But um, I think it's Amber. Yes, it is. Um, it is Amber, yes. I know. I'm joking. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so he's, yeah, he's, so that's, that's our, that's how we connected. So it, it is because all of a sudden, and, and that was, he was one of my first podcasts because, you know, like I said, I've known him for a couple of years. Um, so you want to hear how I met John? So Yes. We, we, we swim at the same pool at the YMCA and I'm in the water and he comes walking on the deck and this is going to be, I'm totally throwing myself out there in his, speedo. in his speedo. And I'm like, that dude is just like built for triathlon. You know, he's like six one, yeah. you know, very lean. I'm like, wow. So he gets in the water in the lane next to me and he just starts crushing his sets <laughs> And I'm like, so, so we started chatting a little bit and he was very modest with his, you know, his ability. Um, but then towards the end, he started throwing out some of his times <laughs> and I'm like, he has okay. a way, of, he has a way of doing it though, where you don't feel like I never feel, ash- I don't, ashamed's not the right word, but no. I never feel like I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm where I'm at and that's okay. Right. Correct. So, but yeah, he, he has a way of throwing his little pro-esque little but, but but I'll tell you, so you want to hear a funny story? So I get him back all the time because I just crush him all the time. So he was, one day was, I was swimming. He was coming into the pool. I was leaving or vice versa. And uh, there's a, a woman there, Jen, that is an awesome swimmer. She's actually the head coach of my daughter's swim program. And she, oh, she was there with John at the same time. I said, you know, I introduced the two of them. And I said, you guys should swim together because, you, you know, you're, you're equal abilities. And I left it at that. Yeah. So I, I did, but I didn't tell her what he did. <laughs> so, so a week later, she's like, Jay, you didn't tell me John was a pro. I thought he was just some dude without a job. <laughs> so, yeah, poor John. <laughs> He'll be so happy, though, our first, what, eight minutes and 32 right. seconds. We were just yeah. talking about him. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> no. so, so let's, okay, so let's, I'll, we'll spin this into, so John coached you into your first Ironman. Yes, he did, right. And he, um, so I, when I first, you know, we got together, my goal was to manage my diabetes, just have someone First of all, that diabetes is, is such a huge component. When people talk about nutrition, just multiply mm-hmm. that by like 20 because I'm managing injections and 
you know, anyways, that's a whole nother topic, but he understands the lingo, which was huge because I just, you know, at the end of the day, I don't want to feel like I'm having to teach. So even though they have the wealth of knowledge with the triathlon background, teaching then about the diabetes would just be somewhat exhausting, if you will. So Mm -hmm. um, that's how we connected. And we, um, my goal initially was to um, get faster at the Olympic distance. Um, I knew sprint just sprint sprint just is um, wreaks havoc on the metabolic system for diabetics, because for me, I just want to go as hard as I can. Why? Mm -hmm. That's what you do with sprints. You know what I mean? Um, So um, that was the initial goal. And then opportunities just sort of happened and things came up and I said to him, Hey, you think you can get me? <laughs> what do you think about Wisconsin or Louisville? He's like, Iron Man. And I'm like, yeah. And he's, I'm like, That's, you probably can't get me ready for that. Can you? And he's like, let's do it. So, um, yeah, he had faith in me long before I actually was, um, I have a baker's cyst in my right knee, which um, sort of flared up over the past year. So we Mm -hmm. worked through that. And there was a point in August where I thought, I don't even know if this is the right thing because I want to be doing this a long time. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't want to. And I'm not pushing it so hard, you know, where I'm going incredibly fast. But I didn't want to walk away from an Ironman and not be able to do those three things. So um, I said to him, I actually was a phone call late August. I was camping and. I, I put the whole spiel out there and I'm like, I knew, I, I just knew that I shouldn't sign up for it. And he um, said, actually, I can't, I wouldn't, I, I disagree with you completely yeah. in, in a, you know, and he put out his mm-hmm. points and he gave me the confidence that, okay, we can move forward on this. So, yeah. So he, uh, yeah, he's, he's a good guy. So, and we, we rarely, um, you know, we, we, we get along well, so, which is good. So. And I think that's amazing. You know, so we mentioned at the beginning, John has done some work with diabetes training camps. Yeah. So I think, you know, I guess as a, so my nephew who I've introduced you to his dad online um, has type one diabetes and we, we, we travel with them every summer. So I've learned to know a little bit about type one diabetes, but I guess we need to put it into perspective, Julie, of how the hell you do a freaking Ironman as a type one. That's just got to be a whole nother level that uh, very few people can understand. Yeah, it's, um, I'm learning that, you know, I've been a diabetic longer than I haven't been. I was diagnosed mm-hmm. when I was about 20, 21 years old, and now I'm 43. So, and my son, Jacob, my youngest son, who's 18, um, is also a type one. So it's just our way of life. My husband, his mom was a type one diabetic. So um, it's just how we sort of operate in the Baki family. But it, it is true. I, I'm, I'm learning more and more that, um, you know, it is, you know, quite a bit to manage, but it's manageable, right? That's how I look at it. It's not, it's not cancer. So I need to respect that you know, no day is perfect. (laughs) And we, Mm -hmm. in diabetics, we often are plagued with, um, you know, feeling guilty. Think, you know, we could do better. Why did you eat that little Debbie yesterday? You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Right. Um, so I, but I, but I am learning through, um, you know, especially doing the Ironman recently, you know, that, you know, it is, it is quite a bit to manage, but it's manageable. And, um, I, I did pretty good with it over the Ironman. It's, you know, it'll be a work in progress, you know, as far as what I decide to do next, but. 
And I know you're doing a lot of advocacy for diabetes, which I definitely want to talk about, but is there someone that you had looked up to or followed or reached out to, to how to dial in your nutrition for a, you know, 13, 14 hour day? Yeah, no. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Right. Exactly. I mean, here's the thing is that, um, with John, he is a source of, um, information and he certainly we've collaborated and I, I, I don't want to say no, because yes, he, he sort of looked at the picture, like what has been working for you? What products have you been using mm-hmm. now? Let's break it down and say, how much do you need an hour as far as, so I, I, I don't want to take that away from him at all. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I, I remember back in May or April, like, sitting there for an hour, not really happy with him, like writing down exactly right when I'm going to take it, what I'm going to take. Um, but it makes sense. Um, so as far as that goes, um, but I, you know, I, it, not that there's not a ton of, you know, endurance athletes that are type one diabetics, they're out there. Um, mm-hmm. But to find them, that's, you know, certainly been a struggle. But um, there's one group that um, I connected up with, um, and it's a nonprofit, and they're called Diabetes Sports Project. Um, And one of the co-founders, Eric Tozer, and I, we were on the phone. We probably could have talked for hours because he's a type (laughs) one as well. And he, Mm -hmm. um, becoming a part of that group, there's about 100 athletes um, across the world. And their goal as a nonprofit is just to, um, promote people living with type one to live active, healthy lives. And it doesn't mean just triathlon or, I mean, there's, it's all from ballet dancing to, um, I know there's, I think a professional paddle boulder, um, paddle border. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's been a neat group to see how that's going to progress. Um, and they, they're, they're, they look to, you know, in your local area, um, organize events and then bring awareness that way as well. So, um, I've really enjoyed working with them. Yeah. And and definitely I want to plug them. So you sent me a little bit bit of information. So it's diabetes sports project.com and they're on social at diabetes sports project. And, what I also thought was just kind of digging around with them is they actually want to encourage individuals with diabetes to live an active lifestyle, right? Because I, I don't know a lot about it, but I, I assume that's something you want to be able to do is encourage people to be able to do it. Yeah, it, that's, I mean, that's their goal. So um, certainly they, and I know they're on Instagram. I, mm-hmm. I believe they might be on Facebook. I know Eric is, but um, yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot of diabetics out there. <laughs> and as I'm learning, there's a lot of, especially younger, um, especially in that teenage, I've talked yep. to parents that they're struggling and to have people to, I don't want to say people are looking up to me, right? But they look to, well, <laughs> she's struggling with it, right? And she's making some progress, take, you know, a few steps forward, a few steps back. But, um, you know, to have, I certainly have, there's people that I've been able to connect with that have given me inspiration and just motivation for the day. Right. So, um, Uh, I know when I'm on Zwift, there's a big, there's a type one team that's on Zwift that rides all the time. Really? Yeah. So I'm out. So the cool thing on Zwift, we'll get back to Zwift is, you know, you, you create your own avatar. So in my avatar, I have long flowing hair like John does. (laughs) Uh
super motivated. You know this by the minute. <laughs> so, so you could be, you could hide behind whoever you want to be, right? So, uh, I have long blonde hair, and I have, but, but you could also name your, you know, you can name yourself just like on Instagram. But there is, there's oh. a bunch of athletes. I'll be riding, and it's like, you know, Joe Smith team type one, and. Oh, it's, so it's team type one, I think. Is that what yeah, and is? I'll definitely get you more information okay. offline, but I see them on Zwift all yeah. the time. So they're obviously at least cyclists, and I don't know if they're triathletes, but there's a big contingent of them. And they actually, you know what, as I'm thinking about it too, they actually, they actually yeah. do group rides on Zwift. Yep. Really? Yeah, I'm learning so much more. Here's the kicker is that if I can just get my husband – like, so I like, you know, you know how it goes. You're married, yep. right? It's like he mows the lawn. I mean, I'm very capable, but I have my list of things to do. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So you mow the lawn. I feed the squirrel. <laughs> I don't know. But he um, hates the trainer. He despises the trainer, which I don't mind it. So if I can rope him in, he would really benefit from it. And then he could set it all up. Yeah, it's funny. So I, it, it, so I like that idea. And you could actually make this a family affair. Talk about the Baki family. Uh, you right. could all sit around on your respective bikes and ride against each other with little avatars in front of your TV um, or computer screen. Oh, I'm thinking of something where I saw people had little figure. Okay, yeah. this is all connecting yeah. now. So what's your name? So it's, a, so it's, um, what the heck is it? It's jmac uh and then oh. it's actually it's jmac and then i have team triumph because i am um going to be on the team triumph this year with jeff fairbanks so i'm pretty psyched for that yeah well i'll have to i know he does he does this the zwift too. yeah he does so jeff's <laughs> out there there's yeah everyone everyone but me it's sort of like before i even did any social media my husband and this was like all within the year we used to call Facebook the Facebook. Yep, right. <laughs> we're like, we're not on the, the Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> but it's, I, it, it's great. It's, I'm, I'm learning to balance a little bit better because it's, you know, I, you know, I have so many, there's so many people that I love connecting with and trying to help and likewise getting inspiration. So, but at the end of the day, sometimes you just got to shut it off. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So. You know, it's funny, Julie. So this is actually enjoyable for me because it's the first time you and I actually speaking, you know, we've, I know. We, we've emojied each but... other many times. <laughs> and I stopped right. you, remember? That's how it all came about. Which I love it. Um, but, you know, it was interesting. And this is kind of my 30,000 foot view of you is, so you were, you were on the cover of Triathlete Magazine. Um, Yes, in the beginning of this year, <laughs> but you, you kind of laugh it off. And then all of a sudden it seemed like you kind of had to embrace social media a little bit and uh, not have to, I, that's a bad choice of words, but uh, maybe yeah. what am I going to do? Correct. With this? You know, right. And this is how people you, listen at the end of the day, you and I, one day we'll meet in person and it'll be just Correct. the same. I'll give you a hug and we'll be like, okay, we have to leave. We have to stop talking to each other. Like, I don't want to lose mm -hmm. that, but you can't talk to everyone right. and you can't reach everyone. So you're right. I, I had to embrace it. But then I also saw, and again, this is my perception because I, th this is like why I love this podcast is it's almost very therapeutic and, and, and it's like psychoanalyzing people. Um, I noticed you, you, you were kind of like going on this rabbit hole that it seemed like you didn't want to go to. And you, you took a step back and then said, you know what? I have this, 
power. I'll use the word power for lack of better words, exposure. So let me turn it around and let me, let me be an advocate for a couple of things that are very near and dear to me. Um, we talked about type one diabetes, but also autism. And I've noticed recently, you're really taking this exposure that you've garnished and, and really spun into more advocacy for those two areas. Yeah, it's, um, it, I struggle because I, I try to step back and look at other people's Instagram accounts. And, you know, there's people that take these pictures that are amazing and I, but, and, and realistic, but I appreciate that. So it's hard to be that person to, you know, throw in some of those pictures where like, it would be a motivating picture for someone, you know, not everyone wants going to, going to want to see a picture of my kid Mm -hmm. every day. Right. But it's also, that's part of my life. Right. And I've, we're trying to sort of separate it as far as, as far as Instagram goes, like having more of an account that you know, is geared more toward, you know, the autism piece of it. The other, because I have two boys that are Mm -hmm. autistic. Those are my only two kids. That's my life. And then another piece is the diabetes, you know, so I'm I'm working through that. I'm trying to, you know, figure out what's the best way to just be a better version of myself. I've said Mm -hmm. it, but I I really believe it. I, I don't get on Instagram. I don't need people to say you're so great or look mm-hmm. at me mm-hmm. you know what I, you know Correct. what i'm getting at right i mean but i don't want to take away from when people make comments you know especially when they make comments on what is more my husband's account the autism account you know he i see him like smiling and i say you need to say something back and he's like well why and it's not because he's a rude person or anything but you know it sometimes it's you know, you got to make sure that you're giving back because people take the time, you know, to, to say really nice things from the Mm -hmm. heart. And, um, so that, you know, that's certainly, you know, how I view Instagram. And then, you know, if I do see a funny picture, (laughs) I usually, that no filter flies out, (laughs) you know, the filter flies off. And then I, and then I, I've been trying to think a little bit more because, you know, I don't want, I don't want to offend anyone. You know what I mean? And if someone doesn't know me, it could certainly look like, wow, (laughs) what, you know, what side of the bed did she get up on? You know what I mean? But it's, um, I just want to make people laugh. And you know what, at the end of the day, if I watch every single thing that I say, no one's going to remember or no one's going to want to connect, you know? So, and I'm, I'm certainly about relationships. You, you can see that. So, um, yeah, I've noticed that, you know, it's so cool. So you and I are around the same, I'm, I'm older than you I'm by two years. I'm 44. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm 43, yeah, okay. but I'll take 42. Oh, see, so you messed up already. You gave me some wrong information. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, but I th- and it, it, what's also interesting is um, you've been doing triathlons for over 10 years. Um, so this is my 15th, 14th season of doing tries. But we did this before it was like, you know, you put anything out there. And so, right. So then all of a sudden in right. the past two years, it's like, oh, I got to post, post my training. I got to post this cool picture. I got to post it. And it becomes so inundating. And then throw in with you, you know, you have two boys, Christian and Jacob, who are both autistic and Jacob is type one. But now the cool thing is I get to see Jacob doing races with, with your husband, Sean. Yeah. And you guys have embraced that by putting him out there. And, and does he, is he comfortable with that? Or is it, does he, uh, is he aware of what's happening when it comes to that type of stuff? Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, he loves, <laughs> well, so when you meet him eventually, yep. um, 
just fair warning, he's going to take your picture. And then I'm going to put my hand in front of the phone and say, Jacob, you need to ask. And he'll say, take picture. Oh, wild. (laughs) And you say, yes, "Yes, it's okay. And then it's only going to Aunt Jody. It's not going anywhere. Got it. um, No, but he, (laughs) um, yeah, we, you know, it, that, that certainly is a long, long story, but to sort of sum it up, um, Jacob has, both the boys are both very, very different. And I say you met one autistic individual, you met one autistic individual, because I believe that, I, I mean, I live it every day. My boys are both very, very different. They're both severely in their own way autistic. I don't take, I don't apologize for saying that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It is a, it's a spectrum. You know, you have one, you know, you have severe autism, If you know, that's, it's just sort of a lay term, right? And then on the other um, end of the spectrum, you have like higher functioning Asperger's. My kids are not at that, that side of the spectrum. Um, but with that being said, you know, we worked tirelessly. Jacob worked so hard. We did three plus years of intensive home therapy um, to get for him to be able to do what he's doing today. I mean, I could go on and on about things that we struggled um, with Jacob and we still do to this day. You know, I told you when we took a break, Mm -hmm. I got a text from the teacher, right? So (laughs) (laughs) I won't share that, but it's like yesterday he exited off the bus and usually he runs down the street for four houses. I'm standing at the mailbox. Well, he decided um, by the grace of God, he didn't get hit, but he ran in front of the bus to touch a store door on the other side of the road. Right. And if you have a kid, you know, I mean, there's people that not even by mistake, they run bus Mm -hmm. stop Mm -hmm. signs. So it's like, we are still working through many of things, but with triathlon and, you know, all three disciplines, he just, you can just tell he loves it. I mean, it it helps with his anxiety. And as a family, it's, you know, Christian loves to a lot of the, you know, a lot of the venues are at a beach Mm -hmm. and whatnot. And they're eating is involved. So that's Christian beach and eating. (laughs) Perfect. My two favorite things also. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, right. So it's, um, you know, it's definitely something that we love as a family. And, you know, Sean and I have been doing it for many of years. So and it seems like so, but Jacob all of a sudden becoming this rock star when it comes to triathlons. And I don't want to shun Christian, but it's, I don't know if Christian does them, but it seems like Jacob is the one that's always in the front of doing the triathlons. Yeah. Cause I, I don't, I don't foresee, you know, Christian likes to go to the Y with dad and lift weights huh. and he loves going walking and we keep him active. Yeah. But um, yeah, Jacob is definitely the triathlete right now. He's sort of doing the running thing. You know, that's sort of what you do in fall, yep. right? When it's the off season. And then, um, you know, we're, we're incredibly excited because we have done quite a bit with our local community. We have a team Toledo and a Toledo Roadrunners, which are the, we're right on the border. So we're Michigan, but we're like five miles from the Toledo line. Um, so they have been a great support with including Jacob in um, events mm-hmm. and like team swims at the lake. And then um, there's a local racing company that really just embraced us with um, making Sean really comfortable with Jacob um, just starting triathlon, you know, a year and a half ago. So next year we're, we're just super excited because Jacob is going to be part of a if you will, formal team. Um, and that's with um, Team Zoot. <laughs> and 
they, I don't think it's any surprise that I've been a fan that's of them awesome. for a while. I, I stalked them too. You know, that's just what I do. <laughs> like, I just stalk people until they call me. Right. They either call you or block you, <laughs> one of the two. So, right, right. So block me now if you don't write or just kindly say, okay, thanks. No, thanks. Yeah. So, um, but he gets that. He can't say like, mom, I'm proud of myself or, um, but his actions and, you know, when he puts on, when he's put on some of his suit, um, tri suits, he picks like Sean will lay them out. He, um, and he has, he makes a decision. And when he puts it on, he, you can just tell he knows it's race time and he loves it. <laughs> and mom loves it too. So. That's, and he's been running. I last race he did well. He threw down like some, some seven minute miles or right around seven and change. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's all, I let dad balance mm-hmm. that, you know, he does a help, you know, I think it's a, well, I don't know that it's a guy thing, right. But it's, he, he pushes him just enough, you know, and he doesn't, he doesn't say no. I mean, he was beaming like when they were going to start the race. So it's almost like now our focus more, which is really nice because it's probably more of like a typical parent, if you will, what's typical, right. I don't know, but um, right. We're like, well, we got to figure out what races Jake's going to do, and then we'll figure out what we're doing. So it's it, it's nice to have that, that he likes it that much, that we're like, mm, we're not going to race because this will be a really good one for Jake. So um, it's fun. It, it, yeah, by far, it, it's fun. And, and like I said, I'm about, I keep saying this, but I really am about relationships. I'm not, I'm not about what, what can you give yeah. me. I'm about people that want to listen. And likewise, I want to listen as well. And, um, you know, sort of let me be me, right? Because I am a little quirky. <laughs> we all, we say, you say that, but we all are. And, and I think others just try and hide themselves a little better. I, on... <laughs> I guess, yeah. I think sometimes my husband wishes that, but now he's sort of embracing it too. He's like, okay, fine. I can't stop right. this train. So, but um, yeah, and um, that, you know, there's just, there's a lot of, there's a lot of great causes, if you will. Right. And a lot of people need a lot of help. So I'm just trying to make my little impact, um, authentically. So let's hope it, you know, keeps going. Yeah. And I think the cool thing, Julie, is you, you're, you're being an advocate. You know, I asked you at the beginning, who do you know that's done an Ironman that's a diabetic? And you're like, not really anybody I know. So, you know, maybe you could kind of not, you don't have to be that person, but I think as you come forward and, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to reach out to you um, to get you on my show is because hopefully this will create some more advocacy and others will step forward with you um, and some other great companies along with zoo and others just be like, look, you know, it's a sport that embraces all walks of life, right? It's usually the people that come in last are the ones that get the loudest cheers. So why can't we, you know, just all be advocates for everybody and allow everybody to enter our sport. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I certainly was on the June triathlete magazine cover because I have a lot of issues, <laughs> but I'll take my issues, right. Cause everyone's got issues. So, um, you know, these, these are mine and, um, you know, someone had mentioned, made a comment regarding, I guess the best way to put it is like the struggles that our family deals with like pales in comparison and, I don't try to look at it that way, but I also try to remember that. So that fuels all these little things that I'm doing. Right. Cause that's what, that's really what I, I, I'm trying to do is 
And respect, right? And respect, like, I mean, respect the boys and, you know, what they're going through and, um, you know, just, just that balance, right, of trying to share, but then also, you know, not, not everything needs to be out there. I guess that's the best way. Yeah, I just think bring awareness. And um, there's, you know, at the Y, there's a boy that swims in at the pool that has autism and he counts laps with um, ping pong balls. Oh, so okay. yeah. or, ping pong balls and cups. I'm not sure. I don't okay. remember. Put, if yeah. he, but my point is he comes in and I'll be in there and I'll see his mom, you know, if we're sharing a lane and she's like, he's fine. You know, like she, he's fine swimming with you, but it's just been like really enjoyable to watch him. And he just does laps and he'll put his little ping pong ball next to the side and he'll do his, <laughs> you know, whatever, 30, 40, 50 laps. And, um, but I think awareness in our sport is very important because yeah. um, it's, it's why I love this sport so much because it just embraces all walks of life and anybody could do it. And uh, you are just showing yeah. us that if you could have your boys do it, um, you know, God, type one and autistic, uh, how do you even deal? How does Jake even deal with the type one side? Yeah, so he's I, he's not completely nonverbal, but it's very echolalic, which means like if he met, if he met you, I'd say say mm-hmm. hi, and he'll say hi, right? So um, a lot of it is prompted, but he I think if he's fairly low, he's gone for snacks before. I mean, he's not low all the time, right? Well, I mean, we're we're checking mm-hmm. him all the time, but um, he you know it's monitored by us. The great thing as far as when it comes to like running and triathlon is that dad sort of just takes that, which is a blessing because sometimes it gets overwhelming with dealing just with my diabetes and then both, you know, the autism and life and whatnot. So it's like, I don't even ask. I I mean, I ask, I'll say, Oh, how did it end? Or I'll be testing him, but I don't judge Mm -hmm. because I know that I've like had days where I thought I had it all lined up and then my blood sugar was like 300 at the end of the race. Right. So um, but he, you know, it, it is managed by us, but he does, he just does the injections. He puts his finger out to get tested. It's just, he, it's his routine. And so he's fine with it. I wanted to say something and I probably said it in the podcast. Um, and I say it all the time about autism awareness, but, and you know, the, I guess the final piece is, um, I'm really truly about acceptance mm-hmm. as well. Um, because it just, you know, it, it often looks things look very different Mm -hmm. (laughs) than um, what people's day-to-day life looks like. If you came to my house, you would see exactly what I'm talking about. Um, (laughs) And, um, and I, and I've said this before, but, you know, Jacob, for, for Jacob, for example, he, you know, would be in the transition area and he might get frustrated because he wants to do something small and dad's like, no, that's not the time. And he might stomp his foot or like bite his finger Mm -hmm or make a little loud noise. And I get it. People are going to look because I would look too, because you're sort of like, Oh, what was that noise? Right. But I just ask people instead of looking again, or if you look, you know, catch dad's eye, like, Hey, you know what? Like, that is awesome that you guys are here. Or, you know, if like not every individual is approachable. Right. But like, you know, for example, Jacob would be like, give me a high five, (laughs) give you a high five, but you know, make, we try to respect, you know, every situation we're in, but also just reaching out is, gives us butterflies. You know, it, when, when people connect with us and approach us, that makes us feel so good too. And I know Jacob appreciates it too. So just true acceptance, right. That 
things look different, you know, not even just with autism, but with, you know, just disabilities, you know, physically, things can look different as well, right? So um, just across the board, accepting. Cool, absolutely. And that's why I was... I was psyched to get you on my show and, and get you out there. It was one thing to, you know, to read an article about you or to see your emoji game going strong, but <laughs> to hear your voice and hear you talk about your, your family, it's, it's given me chills. And uh, this is why I love doing these podcasts. So thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, definitely. And I was, oh, I, I thought about this this morning when I was uh, back yeah. in. So I don't know if you're still doing, and I know that we're closing. I don't know if you're still doing the Monday motivation, mm-hmm. but um, remember like a few days ago when I'm like, we need to play a game. Yes. What game? Like, I have no idea what I meant by that, but I'm like, I just feel like Jason and I could play a game. We need to get together. Cause I think that like Monday, not minutes, I don't know what it would be called, but you could like drill like five questions out of people like, but then that would be funny. So people would get like a bit of funny on Monday morning. I know motivation is good too. I like it. Listen, I know. So it's sort of like, uh, I don't don't know, but wouldn't it be funny to like get, I don't know, Lionel Sanders just like itching (laughs) and be like, compile like five quick questions. It's just like spitfire and he has to answer. And then people are just like laughing on Monday morning because they had to answer. So I'm going to call Lionel. Okay. And line them up for you. Well, I'm going to spit. So I'm going to turn this around. So now that you have the (laughs) anchor app on your phone and you actually dialed into the the first thing you dialed into was start your own podcast. Well, you already did step one and two. So you don't need me anymore. I'm just, you are going to catapult over mine and forget about me and just do your own. Well, after I get. Right. That's right. (laughs) While you're vacuuming. Because I want to see your hair. I cannot wait to see your hair. I'm so excited. <laughs> I, I, <did>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about Strava because did you just snort? I did. You I totally snorted. snorted. I you you got me to snort, which is probably. I totally snort. And Sean, my husband's always like, did you just snort? I'm like, yes, I just. <laughs> totally. This is awesome. You're the first guest to get me to snort. So kudos to you. <laughs> for myself <laughs> this might this might right, this be is... the most downloaded podcast ever for all the wrong reasons <laughs> can we get like in the future because i haven't heard nate's but nate's like my boy like uh what's his the tri the tri life yeah thank you so uh, he's like my first one of my first loves mm-hmm. if you will don't worry my husband's okay with it um but jeff like i love jeff and he's the triumph project so if I, people don't know that but i would love to if you guys do something fun i want to be a part of well it. so i told you <laughs> so dropping soon will be my pod conversation with jeff and nate and i can't wait i think jeff takes up 94 percent of the show and i have three percent because it is my show and then nate says like four words um so it is going to be truly enjoyable that I cannot wait for that one. I am excited for sure. So, all right. Does this mean we have to stop? It doesn't mean we have to stop, but I just, I really, (laughs) I know. I I think so. A couple things. Um, We, we had a couple things I wanted to touch on with you and I think we touched on them all. Um, 
but I also think that if we missed anything, I will have you back on to make sure that people are aware of what's going on, obviously in your life, Julie, but more importantly, what's going on with other people's lives. And uh, I, I give you guys kudos for that. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. So sincerely. Yeah. I know, and I know. This is yeah, fun. I, see, look, out of any, if you can't laugh, then what else do we have? So. <laughs> <laughs> well you knew this was we were pretty tame uh, yes <laughs> right because we talked like a half hour before and then i had to like try to figure out how to download anchor and there was swearing nope. and there was actually so so okay so we made it 41 <laughs> minutes and we didn't get derailed and i don't think anybody sweared but there was some snorting so <laughs> there was no i don't swear. you don't swear that's like a, no i have some friends that is it, it, now it's a joke um jen Kane, yeah. she's uh uh, I don't know, you know, you're good with the handles or whatever it's called. She's she, Betty Girl, 20-something or 2016 yes. or something like that, yep. Yeah, so I'll finish off with this. The story is that we both had very strict mothers. My mom has passed, but there was no swearing. And you know her, her and Lizzie, and I could go on and on, like a little, I call them the potty mouth, right? As a joke now. So, um, yeah, I will never do the A, mm on the Instagram. Mm -hmm. I'll say the F after, right? Because now it's a joke. Like I supposedly never swear. So yeah, I won't I won't be swearing. Yeah. Right. Man, that was the first <laughs> thing I thought when I when you know, I'm like this girl must have a mouth like a truck driver. <laughs> but I stand corrected. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm dying. I might snort. Oh my goodness. Awesome. No. I got you to snort so we're going to end it there. No, I didn't. I did. You didn't get me next okay. time. Okay. All right. Awesome. So, Julie Baki, thank you so much for coming on my show. Um, I'm going to post all of your social all over this podcast so people could follow you and watch your emoji game. But more importantly, bring, um, bring awareness to autism and type 1 diabetes. So thank you so much for coming on. It was fun. And I will talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, there you have it. My fun conversation with a pretty amazing person, Julie Baki. So excited to have her on my show. Um, what else could I say? It was just awesome and fun, and I loved every second of it. And yes, there was a lot of snorting involved in this conversation because uh, if Julie's taught us nothing else, if you can't laugh, then what else can you do? So go give Julie a follow. She's at Baki Life and go see what's going on in her life, and let's bring some more advocacy and awareness to diabetes and autism and everything else that affects us as humans. So until next time, thank you all for listening, and we'll talk to you soon.